Warning, the content of the show is left-leaning and offers radical ideas, plus challenging the status quo. Accordingly, we ask you to remain calm and have an open mind. If not, there are other podcast shows that can speak to your conformity. Shut up and sit down. Thank you for um, downloading this episode of Firebrand. I am your host, AJ. By now, if you are downloading this episode, um, you are well aware of the uh, the tragedy that happened in um, Orlando at the Pulse nightclub. Um, About 50 people have been... Slain. 53 people have been injured, making it 103 people altogether that were victims of hate. Uh, I, I really don't have that many words about this. Um, I, I really just want to just talk about one aspect of this whole thing. From Sunday morning, 2 a.m. Eastern Time in Orlando to now we're well past um, 24 hours at this point, that we're already calling this terrorism because of a person has pledged their personal allegiance to a religion, an extreme religion at that that believes a certain segment of Islam. The government's already doing that. Law enforcement's already doing that. What happened was hate. This person's motive was because he was offended by two men kissing. Plain and simple. This is not because this person felt that he believes of what ISIS or what other radical factions of Islam is doing. He did this because he was homophobic. Plain and simple. What happened was a hate crime. This was not an act of terrorism. An act of terrorism motive has a political aim to it. It would have been one thing if he would have said this is in the name of Islam and it would not just be the pulse, it would have been somewhere else. Sure, he could have been a lone wolf, but we're not getting into that portion of of the, the situation. This person went into a known uh, Latinx uh, nightclub that holds around, if I saw the figures right, around 300 people in this nightclub. It's a big facility. A hundred of them 
got caught in the crossfires, as it were, because a person was offended that two men were kissing. His own personal view is that two men were kissing, and that's bad. When are we going to stop with this whole charade that people are offended by the same-sex kissing or who goes into a bathroom or uh, if whatever the case is? When are we going to stop this nonsense of people who are just homophobic and transphobic. Because that's who they are at the end of the day. They're homophobic and they're transphobic. Who cares? We are in the 21st century. This is 2016. I grew up in a time where men want to dress up as women and they were straight. But even if they were gay... Or lesbian, they wanted to dress up. It was the time of androgyny. All of us loved David Bowie. All of us loved Prince. All of us loved Annie Lennox. All of us loved artists and certain role models who said, Who cares? What's just gender bend? Does it really matter who we are? Do we have to have some sort of conformity of what a male looks like? Or what a woman looks like? No. That was the whole point. And even to this day, that's the whole point. Especially if someone feels, you know, I don't feel like I am assigned a male I really want to be a female. That's what I'm most comfortable with. Then go for it. If you love somebody of the same sex, go for it. If you love either sex, that's fine too. It is fine. But there are people today who feel like they cannot be out in public. They feel like they can't go to Pride events, especially after what happened in Orlando. There were people who are afraid to even go into the place of worship that they grew up in. And they're having their own people within those four walls of that place of worship and certain sacred texts that some people have this compulsion of clinging on to it, saying, because of who you are, you do not represent my religious value, my religious aim. Who cares? Who really cares? We can't even go anywhere without certain people with their conformity and they feel like they have to be the gatekeepers of how we live our lives who happen to be white, straight, and male. That's all it is. White, straight, and male 
who are homophobic and transphobic. What happened in Orlando is not the first time it has happened. There have been previous Orlandos in our history in the United States. Whether it's 1969 in Greenwich Village in New York City where trans people of color and gays were forced out by the police at the Stonewall Inn. Whether it's youth who are being slain because they were gay. Whether it's whatever it is, it is. We've had many Orlandos. We've had many Stonewalls. We've had all these things because people hate those kind of people. So there's anything I just really want to express is this. My only portion of the soapbox. Orlando is very much, like all their issues, intersectional. We cannot talk about what happened in Orlando without talking about gun control. We can't talk about Orlando about hate crimes. We can't talk about Orlando when you have also other people of color who are also slaying that night in Orlando in the nightclub. We can't talk about what happened in Orlando without talking about deep systemic changes. And we can't talk about Orlando without talking about, you know, why do we still allow extreme religious factions to control our lives, whether it is radical Islam, whether it is the KKK, whether it's Westboro Baptist Church, whatever it is, we still allow them to happen and we have not ended that kind of homophobia, xenophobia, transphobia, racism, sexism, to end we just allow it to happen and you're probably saying well there's laws in place AJ and there's protocols to happen and we need to gather intelligence and everything we've seen them we know them but we still allow them to happen we just do And yes, I am for better gun control and everything. And as someone who has been around firearms most of their life, who has trained people with firearms and archery equipment for a good part of my life, for someone who understands why we have those tools... You cannot tell me, especially you who's an NRA member who is a Second Amendment junkie, 
that why do we even need an AR-15? Why do we need high-power rifles? Why do we need all this? Why do we need this? We don't need them. Just to say that you have it and you can just go to the firing range to impress your friends? And for what? You don't need that. Sure, the Second Amendment is there for us to bear arms, for us to have a firearm. Fine, I'm good with that. But that does not tell us to have unlimited arms. It's just like the First Amendment. I am all for the First Amendment. I am a First Amendment junkie, quite honestly. But I know that First Amendment is not unlimited on what I can say or do. Hate is hate. That's all it is. Hate is hate. And while we're talking about on the news radical Islam, how come we're not tying this into the KKK? I mean, sure, they're not involved with this, but they have been involved for many, many years, and we have seen them. (laughs) We have seen them uh, on TV, on documentaries, even in the the new versions of the KKK. They're still there, and they also don't like gay people. They are homophobic. They are transphobic. As well as being racist and sexist. I encourage you who is listening to this episode. To gather your friends. Not just your lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, intersex, queer, asexual friend. But all your friends, no matter what label they are, they self-identify as or really who they are. We need to just come together, bring your friends over to your house, or go out visibly into a place where everyone feels safe outside. And just have a moment of silence or a candle vigil or just go somewhere, hold hands in a circle, do something. Because there are going to be, there are going to be more Orlandos. This is not the end of it. The law enforcement is not going to end it today. Nor is candidate Hillary Clinton or... Trump or Bernie Sanders is going to end it today. President Obama is not even going to end it today. There's going to be more Orlando's. There's going to be more than 103 people because that's what we have seen in our history. But in order for us to end this, we have to come together. And end it ourselves. We have to do that by the power of love. By the power of educating people of where homophobia, transphobia exists. As well as racism and sexism and classism. 
and xenophobia and ableism. All the hateful isms that we have and obias that we have. We have to educate those people where they are at. We have to show people that this is where we see it every day. Every day. There may be an aspect in your community that there is not, and if it isn't, then I applaud you. But show me somewhere that there is not any of those things. And I assure you, even the most smallest communities, there is something there. It's a sad day. It's um, a day I've been struggling with in these last 24 hours. As someone who identifies himself as queer, it is brings up a lot of memories of what happened with Matthew Shepard, what has happened with many youth and adults who have committed suicide because they cannot come out to their families, their friends, or to society. This is a day and a moment that I'm thinking that it's not just a isolated situation that happened in Orlando at a nightclub. This goes on in the Middle East. This goes on in Africa. This goes on in Singapore and in Japan and in China and in South America and in Mexico and other parts of Europe. We are not the only ones who goes through these kind of hate crimes. Internationally, there are people in Uganda who will die if they are known that they are gay or lesbian. There are people in Iran who will kill somebody because they are trans. There are people, there are families in Japan that will disown their child if they come out as gay. It's not an isolated incident. This is going on internationally as we speak. And as I said, LGBTQIA issues is not a singular issue. It is an intersectional issue. And if we do not address what's going on in Orlando or the past, as well as looking to the future, if we don't look at what's happening right now as an intersectional issue, then we're not going to answer any of the things that we're talking about as just single ideological issues because everything is just one big issue that intersects with one another at any given time. With that said, 
thank you for um, listening to this uh, podcast. This here at the Chicago Podcast Network. Um, this is Firebranding. I'm your host AJ, and like I said, this is uh, a very somber day. It lasts somber twenty four hours, going to thirty six hours. And um, if, like I said, if you know someone, just just have your friends and your family who are open minded and hug them, love them, gather them around a circle, have a candle vigil, have a moment of silence, do what you feel that is very um, cathartic for you. Um, I will be listening to music <laughs> all day today. And, um, and like I said, just keep on, keep on the good fight, everyone. And, and yes, as a, you know, Tom Harbour said, you know, democracy is not spectator sports. So just, uh, jump right in because there is room for you on the front lines of struggle. Mm-hmm.